Yes. The man. Hey. No. <laughs> yeah. No, we're this, we're, it's been a while, man. It's been a while. Yeah, it has. It's been a crazy summer. Busy with work and had a little bit of a break. But it's it's good to be back. Yeah, and and uh, good to get another episode in here in the podcast. It's been a busy month. As as much as I hate to admit that, but yeah, it's um, it's good to be here talking about all the things in the wide world of motorsports. And lots has happened since the last time we sat down and recorded. And. Um, It, it, yeah. all, it all goes back to the beginning of July, I suppose. Wow. Brandon Watson at uh, Delaware Speedway winning in the United Racing Series. We were there. We went there. It was great. Great times at Delaware Speedway. And then, yeah, Trevor Callover, he uh, won in the Superstocks. Tried to talk to him. Didn't work out. But we had some great pictures from the track, which you can check out on our social media at the WWOMS. And uh, got some awesome pictures of Trayton Lapsovich and and much more. Lots of other Pinty's series related things there. That uh, just a little mm. bit of a track walk we did and had some had a real fun time there. And uh, if if you ever get a chance to go down to Delaware Speedway this summer, lots of racing left in the racing season. So check that place out. Just up the yeah, highway for a lot of people, actually. There's one road in Canada, so you just got to go up it, and <laughs> you're there. Uh, up the four, at least in Ontario, you just got to go down the 401, and you'll get there. Pretty easy to get there. Um, and then, so, yeah, man. So there was an indie car race, which, were, which we didn't have an episode of since. Um mm where uh, Joseph Newgarden, he went at Mid-Ohio when that IndyCar race happened. That, and then Chase Elliott, when they uh, went to, when NASCAR Cup went to Road America, the first cup yeah. race since the 1950s at Road America, Chase Elliott won. That was a good race. The uh, the freaking caution laps were long, though, but it's a long track. Wow, what else do you brutal. expect, right? And it, all in that, the uh, at the same time for, Elliott, for Chase, he also won... And it was announced that he was going to run at the, the National Fairgrounds Speedway for the last race of the SRX series. Mm-hmm. And um, race with, with, his race dad. with his dad. And he won that race. That was real awesome uh, to see that. That was that was so cool, man. Um, yeah. And looking Pretty forward hard. to another SRX season, of course. Some other news, unfortunate news that actually was announced in, in between now and then is Ashwikan. Speedway in Ontario, Canada, a track that we were looking forward to being able to go to cover some stuff. Uh, they they called off their season uh, due to wow. some of the situations there on on their uh, reserve there. The Six Nations of the Grand River community has been hit hard. Hey, that's that's, that's where I live. What is this all about? No, that's my oh. that's my uh, yeah. No, what is what is this going? No, but yeah, that's not good. Um, yeah, and that was announced a month ago, but uh, yeah, unfortunately, we'll be able to see some dirt, our first dirt race. I haven't seen a dirt race yet when the Pitties were supposed to go there this season, but yeah, uh, that will happen but, next season, though, so that's good. And make sure you buy tickets for that. And uh, so even though it's hard because these tracks are closing and some aren't, some are staying open, and it's like, and some some are saying they're doing it for the fans or or because fans can't come. But with the tracks closed, yeah. But I understand the situation they got. I'm sure it's a business decision. Um, yeah. Whatever it, it may be, that's what their decision is. I respect that, and I hope to see the racing next season there because I'm eager to see a dirt race and I want to see it. That'd be like my local dirt home track. It's just only 45 minutes away. And, love love to go there but uh we'll have to wait for another season unfortunately yeah hopefully it's not the end for the track because we all know there's there's the same thing with jucasa and they're just calling it i'm sure there's they probably need to be at a full capacity or whatever for whatever reason maybe we should talk to one of these track owners and ask them what what's going on there because i'm i'm not sure from any articles i've read there's no details or specifics and like business plans or 
you know, it's pretty generic stuff. So I don't know any insider stuff, but it would be pro I'm sure obviously, right. You think you put yourself in the shoes of someone who owns a track during a pandemic, uh, you know, obviously lots of business decisions are going to come up. Right. So it's not like they're just right. sitting there. No worries. You know what I mean? I'm sh you know, I feel bad for him. So I'm sure they're dealing with lots. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure it's not easy to... Uh, also feeling bad for the fans too, right? Um, but whatever. Yep. But whatever, you know, we'll see him next season. Since then, also, oh, I, I dig this. A lot of people, obviously, for obvious reasons, there's crap given. I, I dig it. Ever since, and we'll go back to talking about Joe Rogan here, but ever since Post Malone was on Joe Rogan's podcast, mm -hmm. I've re I respect Post now, and there's actually cool, a couple cool songs oh, of his. Post, Post Malone, now. yep. You're, calling, you're on a He a goes first by Post, yeah, first name basis now, yeah. He, he And I think he's a fine young gentleman, and he is a good musician to help introduce the sport to a new and, and potential, you know, different crowd. So, What sport's that? Oh, you didn't see it? Oh, I no. thought you were trying to do the joke like it's not a sport. Um, no, yeah, Post Malone, <laughs> Post Malone did a music video with Bubba Wallace and Danny oh. Hamlin as 23XI yeah. at Auto yeah, Club, sorry. and they're he's driving around all chill. And but I think it's cool. Um, that's just my opinion. I don't think it gives a bad. Uh, I don't think it makes the sport look bad at all. No, that's cool. It make, means it's relevant, right? Typically. Uh, and, you know, music videos tend to be relevant to things going on. And uh, that could mean cups relevant in someone's world, which is good. Yep. Um, and it's what's weird, too, in the last month, it would have been, it should, it should have, there should have been a, uh, we should have been reporting from Toronto for the Honda Indy sometime in that last month mm. or so so missing that that's hitting hard for some of us here in canada so uh obviously yeah, if, yeah you know next season that's another thing we'll be looking forward to next season uh, hitting the streets of the six i want and when i go there i want to park for free at uh i'm just gonna look up at my subway map the wilson station and Why? um because it's free parking for the TTC on weekends. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, I go to. So you yeah, take okay, the subway yeah. in, and you can go yep. to the uh, the track. I would love to do that. I did that for the Jays game of go. Love to do that for the race. Although it'd be weird with my camera bag and my lap uh, my laptop bag because I, I bring some stuff, or I would have to stuff it all in a bag. I would have to lug stuff around either way, but just for just for the you know the nostalgia of it. <laughs> Looking forward to that next season though, sweating my ass off. Yeah. Uh eating some food in the six. Some greasy food. Some five guys. Burgers and fries. Yeah. Um Yeah. Hopefully. Oh, in another uh, although for Canadian fans <laughs> you'll 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 knock this. Formula E announced uh they'll be going to the streets of Vancouver next July. For, yeah, uh, for a race. Um, so the Indy cars at one point they did race. Apparently, around mm -hmm. BC. So yeah, from 1990 to 2004. No, yeah. and uh, they'll once again zip around the Vancouver oh, no. streets in 2022, but with no uh, no uh, carbon. Yeah. It'll be yeah, it'll be uh, zero carbon or zero emission or whatever green. Except for blue. except for all the diesel generators that charge the batteries. That's that's <laughs> and the, uh, where you know. the batteries are mined from that are terrible. But I mean, we, won't go, we'll, yeah. we won't go into that. <laughs> we won't go to zero, that. It's zero. Oh, I can't even say it. I can't even say it. That's zero, how disgusting yeah. it is. Zero emission rates. <laughs> um, but that's so that was some cool news for. Like, obviously, I, I would rather that be Toronto, but for everyone out yeah. west, though, um, there might well, we'll see how that turns out. But I, I would market. rather it be, I would rather it be Toronto, and I would be cool to see something <laughs> other than than the Toronto street circuit. As, yeah, as much as I like it, it'd be really cool to see something maybe more downtown. Um, 
in Vancouver's. Yeah. I think it's. I guess it's hip. <laughs> it, I, I'm not hip, so I wouldn't know that. So, um, we also missed Kyle Busch winning in the Xfinity Series in what potentially was his last race in the Xfinity Series. He won in Atlanta, and then it was a it was a, a battle of brothers of Bush. Um, yeah, that uh, was great. in that Atlanta race. That was cool. Kyle Busch wasn't happy about it. I thought he should have been humble because how many more times these guys are probably towards the end of their career in one way or another. Kyle Busch, maybe a couple more years than Kurt, potentially. We'll see how that goes. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, like still though, I mean, how many times are you going to have that chance? You race know, with your be humble, be humble about it. If there's one credit, if there's, one time I'll, I'll openly criticize because I don't want to be like a Kyle Busch hater on the show, but too late, too late. Now I'll Can't be okay, through. man. You gotta, you gotta be humble. Sit down, okay. Uh, yeah, um, it was good, uh, good stuff though. For the past, yeah. It's like so we're just scrolling through here the Facebook page. Um. Oh yeah, a couple big names for next year. So Harrison Burton, he'll be doing the Wood Brothers for 2022, and Cedric mm-hmm. will be taking over the two from Kislowski in 2022. And and uh, Brad Kislowski, he wasn't doing all right on social media. And we have a screen cap of that on our on our page at the WWMS and Facebook. Uh, <laughs> Brad Kislowski posted a, on Twitter. He posted a. a he shared a link to YouTube's with or without you music video on YouTube, and he's it was the caption was mood, and then he replied to to me the song is about the mental turmoil of leaving something you love in order to grow, which to me I understand like I totally understand the song and the meaning of it, and then Brad giving his like two cents on it. I'm like I appreciate that as a YouTube fan, but it's like this guy is like wow are you all right man like, <laughs> that's a deep song like. <laughs> like, I hope it's like oh Brad's gonna be all right. I guess he'll be all right. Nah, don't tell right. him any razors. <laughs> He's gonna be all right because he'll be in the six, I believe. I yeah, he'll it. be in the six, right next season. Why? He'll be in the six, not Toronto. He'll be in oh. the number six. <laughs> oh, in the number six. <laughs> yeah, he'll be in the number six. <laughs> so, um, good stuff there. Sorry. And then I, there was it, New Hampshire race. Just talking about it. Yeah, yeah. Which was a good race. Then New Hampshire. Really? Uh, Christopher Bell won in the Xfinity. And, um, oh, yeah. Uh, in the same day, Tom Cruise. <laughs> Tom Cruise is at the British GP for the win of Lewis Hamilton. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he was there to show him some love and also a three hour seminar. And we were ne- we never saw Lewis again, so we're trying to look for him still. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, the Scientologists are gonna come. I see two men in suits outside. Uh oh. <laughs> um, so, Arik Almarola, though, shown that he's good. Yeah. I mean, he did he won, good. He won, won a race. He would have lost. He's got a cup on there as well. We'll give him some of that. He would have lost if there was more. If they would have ran the last eight laps or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because, but the playoff bubble at point got more intense. Mm-hmm. Um, and that that obviously takes us to now. To now. Uh, present day. Present day. Raphael Lassard won both races in the NASCAR Pinty Series last weekend. He had a great night in Sunset Speedway. What a return for the Pinty Series. Moving on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this past weekend at Watkins Glen was awesome. No, um, so there's a lot of talk about... I just want to touch base quick on that, though. Apparently people I posted on social medias are post of Raphael Lazard winning. Some people saying that was bad for the sport. I said it was good, and someone said, uh, you know, I guess they argued with it, which is why is it bad? bad? I don't know. I didn't. I didn't. Cont- I didn't read it. I didn't read the reply. But a lot of people replied. 
and said um, that it's bad for the sport. But I did read one person's out. reply though, and they said that he could be, he should be given a full time ride. I wanted to read the positive comments, and I agreed with that. But I said he could shoot higher, I think. But he tried to, <laughs> so because obviously he he had a few races with Kyle Busch in the truck, right? So, um, oh yeah. So I mean, like, but I still think that, like now with with that he showed his presence, and and he's also racing some other smaller series too as well. And, He's showing he's a good racer. Uh, so the racer from Quebec, Raphael Sard, I give him a big thumbs up from or a good big Canadian thumbs up, Don Cherry style. Right? And no, no one can see it right now, but Don Cherry and style thumbs up. And yeah, good we're job. shut down. Uh, but yeah, straight up though, fuck, you know, let's let's get behind this guy. I I like that he he moved a couple of people in the race. He moved Trayton Lapsevich in the second race, and I think Tra Trayton went looking for him. Man, this this young guy, you know, screw him. Was he like 16? I think so. I don't think he was seriously looking for him. I think he just went oh, over to okay. his crew and he was just like pissed. <laughs> it wasn't like he goes after him. Like, <laughs> like whoa. I, I love that kid, um, though. He's a good kid, though. I'm not trying to trash him. We've had him uh, on the show. Like, I, I support you. I'm a big Trey fan, but I just imagine going him after. Uh, go after I, the crew or just go after him after the race. That and then it just ride. imagine how big that would have been on the internet. No, just fists. Just go. Okay. Imagine how big that would. But he couldn't. Raphael couldn't have gotten a fight with. He can't get in a fight with a minor, but legally. I, what, but do why, laws do laws lift at tracks? What's no. with all the hate for Raphael though? I don't get it. What did he do? He he spun. <laughs> he spun him for the win. Well, so did Kyle Larson. I don't hear a lot of people complaining about that. Yeah. <laughs> so so what? It's short track racing. Like, was it blatantly spin? Like, took out spin? Or yeah. was it? Yep. That's what it looked like. Did he admit to it? I wasn't there. We weren't there. We were in, we were in Toronto watching the Jays game. The Wams was not there. So I yeah. don't know. I would have asked if we were there. <laughs> I'm sure that, that you could have. You were closer. That those those would have been great questions to ask if if we well, remember. Maybe I should have been. There. Yeah, <laughs> this would be great questions to ask. Wallace. damn it, get on it, man. Yeah, sorry. Um, but busy. he won both races. He swept it that night. Um, but because some of the the race, well, the first race was delayed so much that it ended up being a night race. So, um, where was it delayed it, from? Weather. Weather? Where were you? <laughs> I think it was working. I think it was working. Oh, that's good. Oh, you didn't even know. You know away. you're working hard when you don't even know. Oh, okay. Well, still. Yeah. Um, if you don't notice a storm, it's pretty good. But, uh, yeah, it was good. It was a good race. It was good for, I think it was good on TV because they're live now this season. And um, Lassard was actually filling in for Donald Teach, who had a hand injury. So he had to miss those races. Mm. So it was good stuff, though. Check that out on TSN if you got it, or Peacock, or, or sorry, NBC Track Pass, because apparently it's on there. So check it out for yourselves. Um,. Yeah, they were going to Watkins this past weekend, though, for the for the real deal, the real deal. We'll go, we'll go in order here. Austin Hill, he wins the shortened truck regular season finale at Watkins. Yep, good for him. That's two in and a row. And lightning was the issue, and the reason why mm. it was shortened in the uh, area, it was. It uh, yeah, they they had to shorten it by eleven laps, so. Hill beat John Hunter Nemechek before they headed down pit road where they waited under red flag conditions before the race was officially called. And this was the this was the last race of the regular season. And it there's a ten driver field. So um, there were no big moves in the standings as far as playoff eligibility in this race. But for 
uh, seeing trucks for the first time in 21 years at the classic Watkins Glen was pretty good. So, um, Hill, he, he only led two laps in his career on a road course before, and he had led a race best 36 of the 61 laps in his number 16 Hattori racing enterprises Toyota. Some, some of those Yoders, those Toyoders. And this Pretty was perfect. his second win of the season and second straight after claiming the trophy in the previous race on July 9th at Knoxville on the dirt. In yeah, Iowa. Very, two very different tracks, so that's really impressive. Yeah. Nemechek, he was the runner-up, and this was his series best ninth top five. His five wins in the number four Kyle Busch Motorsports are the most in the series this season and a personal high mark for the 23-year-old second-generation star who also got a 15-point bonus for winning the regular season title. And it was big for Hill, moving him into the second place in the standings, 28 points behind Imachek to start the playoff run. Another two-race winner, Ben Rhodes, who finished 15th Saturday, is ranked third. The remainder of the 10-driver playoff field includes Todd Gilliland, 2020 Series Champion Sheldon Creed, Zane Smith, three-time series champion Matt Crafton, which is expected to see him. Stuart Friesen, as well as first-time playoff contenders rookies Carson Hosovar and Chandler Hosovar. Smith. Hosovar. 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 To me, tomorrow, Baba da Boopity. That was a Family Guy reference right there. Get sued. Um, yeah. Derek Krause who's a popular driver this season. He was officially eliminated from playoff contention after spinning out with 19 laps remaining. Tough to see that. Shocking. Sorry. Sorry, Derek. Go get him next season, but Don't feel too bad. He played bumper cars with everybody at Knoxville, so kind of had it coming like so this. He's a good guy. The first three-race round of the 2021 playoffs begins August 20th with the trucks heading to gateway worldwide technology park what a weird name for the gateway to what a weird name and then the next two races of the round are darlington on september 5th and then bristol on uh gonna see the back on the asphalt on september 16th be good to see that that'd be nice whenever i close the tab we need to i wish we did this physically live we got we got to figure that out Side note here, we got to do like a little screen, a share screen of what we're talking about, and then we'll have that pictures of us, and then whenever I close what we're talking about, the the little headline, it's like that one show, and then we'll close it, and it'll be the sound from Letterman when he when he throws the, the card, it'll be a throwback to Letterman, gotta pay it, oh, gotta pay I, the I, tribute I, to him when he throws the card into the glass, yeah. and go, <laughs> Hey, and still racing related though, so that's kind of cool. Uh, no, oh, for sure. I mean, you know, he's Ray Hall Now that they're there's... picking it up too, uh, they always had a good team though. Well, um, I was, um, yeah. Ty Gibbs. Anyway. Oh wow, this kid. This kid. He's only had a few races in the Xfinity Series, no practice, <laughs> and he's won three races. Yeah, that's impressive. That's impressive. Um, everyone, I mean, there was a lot of people that congratulated him too, for and, and that showed to me, because um, there, there is obviously always that argument that this, <laughs> daddy's money, granddaddy's money, granddaddy's money, papa or whatever he calls him, <laughs> um, or whatever. Yeah, so there's always talk about that. And uh, that yeah, he I, got some props from his, you know, yeah, you know his potential uh, competitor, like you know, future full time competitors. I keep hitting the freaking microphone stand. I'm sorry, folks. He keeps. <laughs> we have. It's been a while, folks. Got to get that rust off. Work here. Getting that <laughs> rust off. Microphone stands. <laughs> yeah, with everyone giving him like a bump after that race, that showed that uh, there's some people that are you know he beat 
Dinger. He beat um, Cindric, who is like the Xfinity guy now. Well, they're both they're both uh, they're both road course guys, right? Like, you know, AJ's one of the I would say AJ's one of the best. You know, he's won 24 hours of Daytona in the prototype, and oh yeah, he's won on the road course. He's there, the so. best road course ringer in NASCAR. He's even the Dinger Dinger the Ringer is even more than just a road course ringer now. He's shown he's good everywhere. He yes, yeah. he's got yeah. to be one of the best. But um, to beat him. Yeah, to beat him is and, just and by Austin. almost a full second. Wow, good for him. Um, he passed him with two two laps remaining. He had him in his mirror, and uh, Gibbs throughout the whole race, no matter where he restarted from, he he had um, obviously he had the equipment and he had the insight, the talent. In the talent to do it and leading a race best and career best 43 of 82 laps to claim his third Xfinity Series victory in 10 starts around the season this season. So um, he also won the Daytona Road Course in Charlotte Oval. Yeah. He uh, obviously, you know, he's he's showed that to, he's definitely, I wonder if they're just going to put, oh man. A guy like that who's already proven himself in the Xfinity series. And then the argument goes like that, like literally you give him a cup ride next season, you push him too quick, but we'll see what happens yeah. there. But we, he's got to have at least one full season in the Xfinity. <clears throat> I think, yeah, I think he's like, he's only what, 18? Younger than that. Isn't he younger than that? Um... I don't know. 18, yes. Yeah. Like, he's... Give him another year. You know, give him a... He's not even running a full year in trucks, right? He's only running a full year in Arca. Like, he needs... I, I don't think he needs to be in trucks next year, but I think he needs to run a season of Xfinity. Yeah. I think he needs... Uh, I know he's coming out and winning like that, and that's really good, but I think he needs a full season of that. He proved that um, he had what it took to, uh, I don't know, he's he's definitely going to be a force to be reckoned with eventually. But yeah, you know what, maybe he's, he's got to gotta let him simmer a little bit longer, that's for sure. Uh, yeah, I don't know. At, he, hard, you know, he did have one. a couple crappy points during the race, and you know, he had to end up going to a different pit strategy, which ended up moving him forward and to, to the top five for the remainder of the race. And he was able to battle it at the end on on a different pit strategy. So yeah, that, that only, was in his favor yeah. for sure. But that's all about road course racing, right? Yeah, just to go back on Ty, it's it's hard because if you look at somebody like. Verstappen, who got pushed right into Formula One, super young, youngest ever, and and he's proven it. I want to go. Then, on. <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to do it. <laughs> but um, but then you look at guys like, I don't know, William Byron maybe, um, Bowman, touted as the next really big thing, and yes, they're good. But they, I don't think they've lived up to maybe the hype. Does that make sense? Is that accurate? I guess. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll see on him though. We'll see on him. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, and then so, so Sunday, Sunday was a busy day in my life. Yeah. Um, it was an awesome day though, and and with the Jays. Uh, from someone who's just outside of Toronto, Canada, I'm a Toronto sports fan. So the Jays had a, a home game against Boston, and they needed to win it. It was an important win. They won it. At the same time, literally, like, mm -hmm. as they strike him out, top of the ninth, Kyle Larson's crossing the finish line. So I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I'm freaking out. I'm jumping up, freaking just going nuts. Like, <sighs> 
And then the Raps are also playing in Summer League, which is when all the noobs play, and they're winning. They're up by 10, and I'm like, this is, this is great. And it's not, and it's too bad Jimmy or Hinch didn't have, and Hinch ultimately ended up having a good day, actually, but too bad Jimmy mm. didn't. But um, yeah. It, it, just imagine everything played out, though. It would have been like, wow, like not often do I say that. Both my favorite teams, nothing against the Leafs. Hey, that's happened too before, but Jays and Raps, Larson wins, and then, you know, Hinch gets a podium. It's pr- I'm pretty happy. Big day, though, for TV. I tried my best to to keep through everything. It was, I only have so many TVs. I hmm. did watch as much as that cup race as I could. Um, <laughs> there was multiple television screens on. It was like Sports Center in here, literally. But Kyle Larson, though, uh, make making me happy though. That's for sure. He uh, he had a good battle, all race, top three with uh, with Chase and Truex Jr. And there was even a couple other names in there too, like. Yeah, he had a he had a battle at one point too with uh, with Seabell, right? Yeah, yeah, it was um, a good and, battle too. Yeah, so he had he had some battles through through the day, and there was a couple other things too that happened through the day. Like Brad Keselowski, he started from the pole, he led the first nine laps before spitting out of the top spot in turn six, and he was adjusting his brake bias. He did recover though; he he spotted his tires. He did a great save. He you know. Uh, I think in the day, mm-hmm. back in the day, if the, was there more kitty litter there? Is there like no? Yeah, there's no kitty litter there uh, until no, it's like before to, the wall, right? You remember, remember, yeah, remember Jimmy skipping over it and hitting the barrier, and uh, that was turn one. And then that Xfinity car, I yeah, think it was turn, turn yeah. Well, this was what turn, turn six for Kozlowski. So that was. Oh, I'm thinking. I'm thinking of when Kozlowski took out his teammate. There was a lot of Kozlowski spins. Yes, there was. <laughs> it seemed like. Um, because he ended up in the final stage. Yeah, he ended up uh, locking his brakes up and taking out his teammate Joey Logano, and 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 a rough day for RP because apparently rule oh, number one time. at Penske is don't take your teammates in. In both of <laughs> both his teams, both series. in both series, oh, sorry. Uh, it, but yeah. I wonder what it was like for everyone Monday morning <laughs> over at oh, the, the HQ. Because aren't they all in the same better. shop too? So it's like everyone's in the same room. <laughs> yeah. Oh, anyway, down. just yeah. keep your head down. Keep your head down. Yeah. Don't look him in oh, the eye. Oh man, that would have sucked. Um, Maybe he'll go away. Logano did go ahead and he he started second and won stage one and he continued and he, and he did finish in twenty mm-hmm. seconds though so I'm sure that had something to do with it. Yeah, but um, but yeah, with, with Larson though he he showed that he had at the end there a couple laps left with Chase. He uh, he was able to get by Hamlin at one point and then Chase was getting bigger in Larson's mirror. Larson had some of that traffic at the end there. He had to come up with, and it actually did make a pretty big difference. He had a few, he had a, gag, a gaggle of cars he had to catch up with. And it, yeah, like I said, Chase is getting bigger in his mirror. And uh, we've seen yeah. a lot of battles between Chase and Kyle Larson this season and at the road courses. And uh, there's one race team that was happy <laughs> One where there's a total opposite. They bring out the bell. Everyone's having free lunch at hmm. HMS. Great day Monday morning at HMS. Not so much. Oh, yeah. Not so much at Penske. Uh, oh, boy. Yeah. I feel, yeah. R- but, <laughs> Mr. H is probably hand, handing out Rolexes. And <laughs> he's like having the, yeah, he's having the best weekend of his life. Let's yeah, keep no, this going. With three races remaining to set the playoff field. Reddick gave himself a little more cushion in that 16th and final transfer position. He improved his advantage over RCR teammate, 17th place Austin Dillon, from six points entering the race to 15 points, heading to Indy next week. Which Can would I say, be... I don't think I saw or remember seeing Austin Dillon I know, that right? entire race. Yeah, and, and they barely <laughs> mentioned Kyle Busch 
I was like, they, yeah, they like mentioned like once. Yeah. It's like, what, what's going on here? The series makes its Indianapolis Motor Speedway road course debut next Sunday with the Verizon 200, and that's as well as the Xfinity Series uh, on the Saturday at the mm-hmm. Brickyard, the famous Brickyard. It will be the the first time the Cup Series has raced on the road course since it began racing at Indianapolis Motor Speedway in 1994. So, and that will also be a double header as we cross into this, the IndyCar race at Nashville, which was all around, the talk was all around motorsports, but yes, they will be, uh, (laughs) side note, they will be also double heading with NASCAR next weekend. So that's our segue into that. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be a cool weekend to go to. Yes, for sure. And especially following what happened this past weekend in IndyCar or in Nashville, with their mm. first race in the streets of Nashville, bumpy, tight, very tight, toy like yeah. a tiger <laughs> street circuit yeah. forced a, a bunch a bunch of errors and a bunch of cautions with very little in the way of green flag running. Not not many green flag runs during the race's first half. Um, but by the end, the the red flag. By the end of the race, the red flag. The uh, race has been red flagged twice, two red flags, bunch of cautions. Well, you know, by if I was trying to watch a few things myself, and um, I don't have multiple screens, unfortunately, but it got confusing with the cautions and restarts and red flag. You think you're seeing so many different incidents and you you're like well we must be did i miss half the race and you you know it's like lap 10 what yeah (laughs) it was was crazy it was pretty wild and and it like the point where like they were worried about it getting too dark and it's like just let them race with the you know if it's good enough for us to drive on Yeah. It should, yeah. yeah, that's safe enough, isn't it? Come That'd on. Like literally, fine. if we're allowed to drive on the streets, then they should be allowed to race on the streats with with yeah, the crappy think, sulfur lights or whatever. Good. Those those yellow lights, whatever. The, yeah. Because the lights they were turning on by the end of the race. Them. Like the street lights were starting to turn on. Which is you see, NASCAR would have NASCAR would have stopped that race. You know, Long before, yeah, which which is whatever. <laughs> put lights on those damn things. But yeah, uh, pole sitter Colton Herda led the Herda. opening thirty. La- Herda, Herda, what are they? And you know what's funny though? During the actual broadcast for IndyCar, there actually is multiple pronunciations. I know of they all even Grosjean, like yeah. <laughs> they all do it. <laughs> it's 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 almost ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, it's like you know what we're just going with how we think it. it's supposed to go. Yeah. That, I mean, once we ever see these guys, that's what we're gonna do as our skit for next season. Is we're gonna ask these drivers any any track we go to, especially IMSA when I was dissing their names earlier. Like oh, yeah, ask yeah. them their pronoun. Like we've How noticed on the media, them? mainstream media, they they kind of get names wrong. How <laughs> we, we point out, we've got to go after the guys with the tough last names, or even yeah, whatever, like Rossi or Rossi. Even basic Run. ones like that, like that's not that's an that's a basic probably like Italian last name or whatever. But I'm sure there's a couple like my last name has a couple print. Like you can even ask anyone really. But yeah, like that <laughs> side note would be funny to do next the season. Drivers hopefully, smart, hopefully sure. we'll do that at Indy next year. Anyway, or Honda Indy. Um, but yeah, so Colton Herita he led the opening thirty laps of the race and Herita Herita whatever screw you he was able to build. Between, um, uh, he was able to break, build between caution periods, but a lap 31 caution for Renus VK's crash at the turn four and five chicane forced Herta to make his first pit stop under the yellows. Mm-hmm. After a lengthy period of cautions and restarts, at the middle of period of the race, Entretti Autosports Herta was eventually able to return to the front as the runners ahead cycled back into the pits. But once he was one more time, he had to stop under yellows and he had to concede track position after Pat Awards lunge on Alex Rossi had a, a brief cleanup operation. I don't know what the hell. <laughs> I wish I could, if I ever write articles, I'm not going to write it like a douche. Anyway. Um, so there's a pit stop 
And since it's so short, and, and you even saw it on camera. No, so yeah, no. What happened was because <laughs> they were cleaning up the cars. Yeah. The pace car couldn't come through at speed. He had to slow down a bit. He had to slow down. So and you got a bunch almost, of cars behind you too. So you're even more like. <laughs> yeah. So Herta almost beat. So Herta pit four tires and fuel and almost beat the pace car. That's how slow the pace car was going. Yeah. Like that's crazy. But only because they were working on that accident, cleaning it up right there. Yeah, and he was pretty upset too. Um, but they they didn't let it he get was. to him though. Well, until he stuffed it in the wall, trying too hard to get past <laughs> Erickson. And he, he owned up to it. He said that was yeah, all Yeah, he me. did. And and that's good. That's great to see. You know, a lot of team owners and, you know, engineers and crew chiefs, they'll say, I don't care if you wreck the car going for the lead. Like, he was pushing really. He made it. He didn't make the mistake. I don't know what led him to not come out in front or or be behind them that track is clearly a track position type track um not a whole lot of passing opportunities or good passing opportunities so um he was pushing and pushing and pushing and and really trying to catch him and you know he almost did and and then on the on the flip note there's even crazier it's crazier with marcus Harrison who he ended up going airborne at one point in the race and they ended up fixing it up which is crazy yeah um, like like you know and he wins, I, he goes and wins the race yeah, so he goes and wins the race. once they kind of yeah. got things going it ended up being good like it was and you saw some other names up there too like um James Hinchcliffe for another yeah. po- like he's got a podium another podium under his belt after Great, so yeah. many years like you know and he's obviously been pretty he's but he was always good at uh toronto honda indy and mm-hmm. so he, proving that he's good at street circuits um but obviously uh yeah it was it was a good it was a good uh it was you know i think it's a good run for the first time getting the it's, cobwebs out or whatever it started and, out a bit like an eye race yeah really rough <laughs> it did but it it somehow you know all that got out of the system real quick and then it became a, a fairly decent race yeah and i think um puberty yeah i just hit it <laughs> uh, what's, what's this what's this growing uh no uh yeah, so yeah with and what I thought was really cool, though, is, you know, things so several. So another thing happened, too, is Jimmy being that wasn't cool. Um, mm-hmm. Jimmy being DQ'd for them. I got my tongue. I got my my thoughts crossed, folks. Don't I, that's happened. not cool. What happened with Jimmy, folks? It's not cool because they mm. lifted his car just to look at it. But lifting the car is against the rules. Touching so, the car. It wasn't that it wasn't that. It wasn't what he did, they did. It was that they. Well, that was the obvious thing that they did. <laughs> well, may, yeah, that's right. Maybe yeah. it's something else, but. Um, but yeah, like. So they he got DQ'd for that. It was it wasn't Jimmy himself though. It was someone on the team that made. No, that Jimmy decision. got the jack and he, <laughs> he jacked <did>. the car. So <laughs> like, oh, I need to get this going. I, I need to eat my eggs. Um. But yeah, so that was disappointing. And then also, what was Jimmy cool? <laughs> Jimmy's getting Sorry. upset. <laughs> but what I am apparently, we just turned Jimmy Johnson into George Steinbrenner <laughs> from Seinfeld. Um, but yeah, so what was trippy though is that bridge on that track. And when they were practicing or they were doing qualifying there on Friday and Saturday, it was like like they were bumping like the transition from street to bridge and then they're on the bridge and then it starts like that is crazy it's like something that apparently has never been seen before like right. the commentators were even freaking out about it and um 
yeah, I thought that was really cool. And then also the fact that they had to have a diver. You know, things are intense when you need a diver team on standby. Two. At your race. They had two. Yes. One yeah. on either side yeah. of the bridge. <laughs> yeah, it's so crazy. And that, yeah, wow. and that, and I told the, uh, the other WAMS co-host, Pepe, I said, that reminds me of kind of like, it gives that that danger, like at Monaco. Like they would, I'm, they yeah. would have to, like, that's a thing where you'd have to do that at a track where there's like water nearby. Or yeah. in a serious, and you know, like, like, yeah, and I think that gives it that, that serious, like Monaco. Like that's the first thing I think is comparing it to. Mm. That gives it that, like, oh, you can compare it to Monaco, like, oh, like the fancy Music City Grand Prix in Nashville. Like maybe that's yeah. their Monaco. That's America. That could be America's Monaco. So that's what I'm on. Hashtag America's Monaco <laughs> for that. I want, I wanted to see that happen because I think it's, I think it's dope. Uh, Music City and and I think it's real cool and even though it, yeah it was a lot like an I race and I understand that people may go oh, we should never do it again but IndyCar fans aren't as bitchy as NASCAR fans so I'm sure it's I'm sure it's there's some leniency there um, next season will they'll do it again and they'll know going into next season what to expect and well they'll make they'll you know they'll make small changes to the track um, you know I bet you any money they will change that pit exit area yeah, they, they're gonna yes they're, the, there's gonna be some sort of change that, yeah i'm sure um you know there was a traffic it. jam at one point yeah um, and, and that was in the pit area um it was between the pit entrance and pit exit um it wasn't in the pits itself but it was on the track part right. so it was yep. in that and then that's like literally there was like a 12 car pile up on the streets. Of, you know, it was just like it's just another day on the streets of Nashville, <laughs> like just another pile up, like just another lineup. It's like whatever. Yeah. But um, yeah, yeah, they'll make some changes going to next so, year and it's yeah. going to be good. It was I, I enjoyed it. We had to miss the end of uh, the end of it, though, because we had uh, our I race to, yeah. to hand to. And the, but, um, but yeah, so at the same but then um, around the same time in IMSA. Good for oh, us, yeah. for the Canadian fans. GTD class with Zach Robichon and Lawrence Van Thor leading home to the uh, Turner Motors. Sorry, uh, <laughs> the Fast Motorsports Porsche. You know more than this than I do. You take yep. over after this. <laughs> the Fast okay. the Fast Porsche Motorsports. Uh, Fast Motorsports Porsche. All you Wallace. Uh, yeah, Porsche 911 <laughs> GT3. Yeah, no, it was a great win for them, defending from from last year. Um, you know, uh, Lawrence just got cleared to be able to do that race. He was in the Spa 24 Hour, and he was on a you know one of those pit bikes you see the teams always ripping around on, and he got hit by a four wheeler and um broke his nose and whatnot um but you know they were worried about head injuries so they weren't sure if he was going to make it but he got cleared and and uh clearly it paid off to have him there um it was a good it was an interesting race i i can't say it was the most exciting race um you know there were some big things that happened through this race so you had cadillac with the action express uh, 31 wheeling car which is not for sale apparently um, winning with Felipe Nasser and um, Pippo Durrani I just throw that that little bit in there there was a big rumor going around that Action Express was looking at selling um, the race team that, that 31 car but uh, Sonny Whelan who is owner of the Whelan all the lighting systems that you see at racetracks and stuff like that. Uh, they're keeping the team going. So that was a good win. That was a big win for them uh, for a couple reasons. One, that was the first time Cadillac or GM, GM, I think, as an overall victor at Road America. Um, and they beat the 55 Mazda, which they are... Um, trying to compete against from points i think it's them in the top three can't remember just my minds went blank on it but um so that was good and then you had um a big kind of shakeup in in gtlm with the privateer porsche of weathertech racing 
and um, Cooper McNeil and uh, Matty Campbell winning, beating the Corvettes. Um, you know, a fully factory team uh, lost to the Privateer, um, which is always nice to see. I'm a big uh, supporter of that team. I think they're always going to do well. I always think they'll do well. Um, Cooper McNeil, although is the amateur in that car, is very, very experienced. He's won, you know, Ferrari Challenge the last couple of years. Um, he's done very well in in sports cars. Uh, he's a bit of a daddy's money boy. Uh, he's had his moments. You know, his dad uh, dad owns WeatherTech, uh, the tire the floor mat company, and um, so it's a good little team they're going to Le Mans this year um, next week which is going to be exciting to see um, you know there not a lot happened in this race there wasn't any um, you know Magnuson sticking his nose in where it doesn't belong not once but twice at the kink on the back stretch at Road America um, causing um uh, one of the Audis to spin out. Now, he's this guy spun out. I think he did uh, a 720, and he huh. didn't hit anything. Oh wow! He didn't hit a thing. Yeah, nice. I can't think of the guy's name. Yeah, it was pretty impressive that he kept it off the wall. But um, and then Magnuson did that to somebody else. I forget who it was. Be, we they, should start doing like a segment, like our our save of the week. Save of the like week. The best save. Or something that like be, that. Yeah, no, that'll, that'll be your first one. We'll we'll gotta find that post set up. Oh, uh, I um, know uh, Frankie Montecalvo, I believe. I'm it sure was. the wet conditions had something to do with that. It wasn't wet. Gra- gra- was it wasn't wet? Well, oh. the grass might have been wet, but yeah, no, yeah. the truck. They started. To, I think they were expecting rain, and the rain just. You know how there was when, rain and qualifying. Yeah, but in the race, it didn't kind of rain. You know. They, they started getting reports of spitting on the track with, like, I don't know, 10 minutes to go. Well, unless it torrential, you know, floodgates, everybody, you know, Joe Gibbs it into the wall. Um, Joe Gibbs racing it into the wall. You're not going to change tires. The track's hot enough that you can last, you know, what, 10 minutes or 7 minutes. That's two and a half laps, three laps at Road America. Um you know, you're not pitting. You'll you'll run the race. And then next thing you know, they're they're. I wonder how that logistically works. Like how they got it already. You know, Le Mans. Like they're already, boom. They got to send everything there. Well, everything's already there. There, yeah, it's already been done. Yeah, yeah, everything's already there. Like Corvette built, um, two extra chassis. One's over there. Uh, right now because they ran at Spa and the WEC. So one was already over there. They built another oh, so one. So they just keep it there somewhere. Okay. They just keep it there, yeah. yeah. And then they will build. They built another one and sent it over. Who do you... Or they so... built... Yeah. I don't know how... It's weird how they do it. Like, like uh, WeatherTech Racing with Proton Competition... I think that's who they're with. Proton has cars in Europe, so they'll just set up a car for the race, right? Okay. Um, nobody is shipping a car. <clears throat> nobody be shipping a car from the United States to your uh, Ford. I mean, Corvette would be the only one I can see. Most times the cars, like this is part of the business, the racing world that I didn't, ever knew or know existed is that when teams want to run in other countries like that they don't always bring their own car they'll find a car they might buy a car or they'll rent a car or they'll lease a car or they'll run with another team that have the car you know it's there's a whole world in there of financing um race cars and that i i know nothing about um when does this there's a 
Go ahead. When does so when when does this all start? Um, Lamont starts. I think practice starts this Sunday, yeah, and then weekend, the race right? is yeah, yeah, and then the race is uh. So there's not much time between that race yeah. between this past race and the upcoming race. Well, they used to do that with Belle Isle. So Belle Isle was that's why GTLM doesn't race at Belle Isle because or it didn't because it was at the same time as Le Mans and all the cars would be over there. Like Ford would ship their cars over, Chevy would ship their cars over, uh, BMW shipped their cars over because they they ran four cars each. Um, there's not a lot of these cars. I think that's also a misconception other than like Porsches, Ferraris, and um, kind, not even the BMWs. Porsches, Ferraris, maybe Astons, you know, they don't make a lot of Corvettes. Like, the fact that there's four already, there's four C8R Corvette chassis is kind of amazing. Because I think the C7R, it took a while to get to four. They built two, um, destroyed one, built another one. And I think that was it, and maybe built another one. It's it's weird how what they do with these cars because they're not required to build more to sell more, right? And Corvette's never been interested in customer racing, so it's it's interesting. So anyway, sorry, I digress. Um, so usually, what would happen is that at the end of Belle Isle, all the drivers that were going to Le Mans, they'd all charter a plane together. And they'd fly over. Actually, the one year, um, Park Place Porsche driver, see his name, Patrick Lindsay, who owns a owns a aviation company, and is a pilot himself. He's not racing this year, but he used to fly one of his planes full of drivers to Le Mans for for the race. And um, that's economical. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, anyways, sorry. I, I rambled on there about lots of uninteresting things. But um, yeah, it's, it's pretty close. But these drivers are used to it. You know, these drivers, these drivers would do Le Mans 24-hour and then do the Nürburgring 24-hour the next weekend. Right. Right. That's back-to-back 24-hour races, you know. They're, they're fine. I think it'd be weird for them to not do it, really. So when is the race? Two weeks. If Sunday is, is test day. The race would be the Saturday. Oh my goodness! First, my calendar's still on July, <laughs> and I just don't have the schedule up front in front of me. Um, I believe it's the 14th and 15th. So oh. that'll be on like velocity if you're in Canada, should be. And um, so is this not like? So I'm on the IMSA.com WeatherTech schedule, and it's not. It just says IMSA Sports Car Weekend August 5th to August 8th, and then September 10th to 12th. Well, this isn't it. Le Mans isn't an IMSA event. Oh well, oh. It's a, it's a WEC. It's wow. Le Mans. <laughs> Le Mans weird. Le Mans weird. It's its own thing, kind of. It's like in the World Endurance. It's in. It's in the World Endurance Championship. Oh. Four points, but it's not run by the FIA. It's run by the ACO, which is the Automobile Club. Whatever French words are put in there. <laughs> um, so it's an ACO, ACO sanctioned event, FIA. So I don't know how it works, um, but it's part of the part of the WEC championship. Okay. So all all the drivers going over or cars going over are, you know, are spec'd to race in that series. Yeah, that's good to know because <laughs> that's why <laughs> I feel like such a noob. I uh, I should have known that. 
No, it's uh, I didn't. I probably never really explained it, but it's now, now, and, and now you because know. there's a big tie. <laughs> there is a big tie-in with IMSA, right? Like, uh, there's a Truman Aiken Award, and that's for the top gentleman driver in IMSA in P2. They get an invitation to go race at Le Mans. You know, there's all there's different things. You don't, and you don't get to just say, "I'm going to go race at Le Mans." You have to be approved. Oh yeah! Wow. Yeah, you have to send That's a. You have to send an application. Like so, Ben Keating, Ben Keating bought the Ford GT from Ford, and he ran in the GT, um, sorry, the GTE AM category at Le Mans wins livery. Do you remember the Ford GT in that purple wins livery? They won the race, but got disqualified because their tank held point like seven of a liter more fuel than it was supposed to. Um, so they got disqualified. The next for the next year, Bankiti, the team applied to run in the WEC with this car, and the WEC said no. I know that's not Lamal, but I'm just saying how these. The governing bodies can decline an entry if they don't okay. in the series, and it does happen. Right. So now he's racing a Porsche over there, but yeah, I'll look forward a, to watching that one because they. I, I, I like me some night race, especially how dark it gets. Um, yeah, it's probably parts of that track is probably not as dark as it used to be, but most of it's. Well, see, and it's funny because they went through this this kind of this little trip where, um. You know, it used to always be really dark, and then they started lighting the track more and more so people could see. And then it started to take away from. I don't know if the drivers are complaining, like it was too easy. I don't know what happened there, but they've started to turn. They turned back the lights, so now it's dark again. Okay. And it is. It's. Some of the back parts of the racetrack, it's dark. Like, I don't know how they see you going that fast. So it'll be good to watch on IMSA. What is it? IMSA.com slash TV? No, you won't be able to watch it there. Um, Hopefully hopefully you could watch it on Velocity. I'm sure you can oh, find right. it. That's right. They won't even show it there. Yeah, because it's not on, even IMSA. It's not IMSA. You can probably find it on some of your best, you know, websites. Reddit. Yeah. <laughs> um, you just Reddit it. Reddit.com forward slash motorsports streams. Find it there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Boom. Um, and as always, <laughs> not to plug anybody else, but as always, uh, the team from Radio Lamar will be covering the entire event. And I had a great experience, actually. I listened to the six hours of the Glen because I was working and I only got to listen to it through radio. I, I didn't get to watch it. And um, same commentary that you and I would watch with the British guys if you go on like on IMSA TV or whatever. Um, not the NBC broadcast with Lee Diffie, the other guys. And um, I thought it was fantastic. What a great way to listen to a race. You know, it was, it's all, you know, they paint such beautiful word pictures, <laughs> as one yeah, would say. I guess that's yeah. and and um, you know, but it helps that I know what the track looks like. I know I know the cars they're talking about. That all helps because I can put the picture together. Um, you know, if I was talking about Watkins Glen, you know, you would be able to put a picture together of what's going on. Right? right yeah. So it was nice. Anyways, it's just speaking it's of felt, that though. Speaking of legendary broadcasters that can paint the picture for you. Yeah. Uh, this was just this past week upon we're recording the week of, what is it already? August 8th, the week of August 8th, 2021 uh, on August 9th, Bob Jenkins, uh, huge and bigly respected motorsports broadcaster in all of racing. And especially at Indianapolis motor speedway, he has mm -hmm. uh, left us with uh, due to his battle with cancer. He was 73, and um, throughout the years, he's worked basically, he worked especially with ESPN and ABC, um, and uh, yeah, Benny and Parsons. working with the likes of, yes, of course, Benny Parsons and Ned Jarrett, and, and throughout the years, uh, some just to end off the show, I, I'd like to 
let's share some of my favorite memories and maybe we can get some feedback from our listeners as well. We'll post some of your favorite memories of Bob Jenkins. Mine, of course, is um, seeing him in the old EA NASCAR games. He, it was really cool seeing a guy from real life from what we saw yeah. on TV every weekend on the video game. That sold it for me. Um, not only that, I I, uh, I was not around, but however, it is great to see it on clips of YouTube. I was not born at the point in 1992 when Jenkins called Al Unzer's Jr. Uh, famous victory in the closest Indy 500 finish in 92, or Alan Kowicki's uh, getting his uh, championship, and um, also at the same time with Jeff Gordon, his win in the inaugural Brickyard 400 in 94. I was only a year old, but still though, a part of my era and, and some big stuff that I've seen. So those are some of my fa- favorite memories. What about you, Wallace? To end off um, here. I actually kind of got to go with the the uh, EA Sports. Um, Just go with that. <laughs> yeah, because I I, I, re- I remember that like very vividly. Um, you know, there's there's different names that um, and voices that you associate with um, with with different sports. You know, Paul Page is is IndyCar. Or, or drag racing, big one. You know, Bob Jenkins is is right there with Benny Parsons and Ned Jarrett, like like you mentioned those names, or Ken Squire of being a voice in NASCAR. Um, you know, again, plugging somebody else. He did a fantastic interview with the guys from Dinner with Racers. Um, talked about his life, and and um, it's pretty interesting to, to hear that, so... Yeah, it's unfortunate that he's gone, but um, as racing does, it will continue on, and yeah. I don't think Bob would have it any other way. That's that's good. Uh, and on that bombshell, <laughs> that is it, folks. We'll see you down the bend. Hi, this is Alex Agliani, NASCAR Pinty Series driver. You're tuned in from the track to the community on Wide World of Motorsports, the number one motorsport show in the community.